The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter better. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com and the promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bears, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com and the promo code SGP. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can check out my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. We are looking for our 94th month of transparent track profit off the back of making £2,800 for the month of February. That's one unit per day with 23 winning days and only five losing days. And as I said, looking for our 94th winning month this month. There is still plenty of time to sign up. We still have 19 days of this month left. We have plenty of NBA to play. We have loads of tennis. We have tennis plays pending. And we have hit a solid soccer run, including going 3-1 last night in the Europa League. So as I said, get signed up in time for this weekend over at lockbang.com. Moving on with the show here. And these podcasts as of late have been absolute fire. The last EPL show ended up going 8-2. and two. The show before that went 5-2, and two, and the one before that went 8-2 and two again. Then you look at the Bundesliga show, they have gone 7-2 and two and 6-2, and two, and sandwiched between that, we had a European show last week, exclusive to LockBetting.com clients, that ended up going 5-0. and oh. So we are on a hot streak here at the moment, so make sure you listen to that Bundesliga show as well. And if you want to get the European show, then upgrade to the $10 tier over at lockbetting.com. If you want to get all of the podcasts I do, which will include the Europa League show, which was another very good show that we did yesterday. If you want to get all of the podcast content, upgrade to the $15 package. But for $60, you get all of the soccer picks for the month. And for $125, you get every single play I do, including in plays, including access to the WhatsApp group. And when I talk about those 93 months of transparent track profit that we have, I am talking about all sports. I am talking about the top tier over at lockbetting.com. That is the tracked tier, and that has delivered 93 months of consecutive transparent profit across all sports. 
looking at this week's EPL as we look to continue our good run going. We begin with a Friday night game here between Newcastle and Aston Villa. Newcastle are the 11-4 underdogs here, even though they're at home. It's 3-1 on the draw and Aston Villa are the 21-20 favourites. Surprised to see Villa as such a short favourite here and therefore the, the value moves on to Newcastle to avoid a defeat here in this contest despite the fact that they will not have their key player in Callum Wilson. But this is a Villa team who are without Jack Grealish. Therefore, I don't understand why they would be 21-20 to 20 favourites. Favourites, yes, but close to even money. I just don't see it without Grealish in the team. So Newcastle are available here at 4-5, to five, best price to avoid this defeat. I also like the under in this game because without the two key attacking players playing for you, I don't see how this game ends up going over. And I think this would be my strongest play as under 2.5 goals have been scored in three of Newcastle's last four league games. Under 2.5 goals have been scored in six of Villa's last eight league assignments. And Newcastle have only won one of their last seven home league games, whereas Villa have lost just one of their last four matches on the road. So there is statistical data there to say it's going to be a tight game. And perhaps with or without Grealish, as long as they defend successfully, they may be able to eke out a win here through one of their other players. They do have a lot of talent on this team, but obviously this team is significantly carried by Grealish and Callum Wilson likewise carries Newcastle. So without those two players there, I think this is a great spot here to take an under. Unders have been cashing quite readily in the EPL at the moment. And the fact that you're getting the price here of 20 to 23, I think offers decent value and I'm going to go with that under as my main play with a small lean on Newcastle to avoid a defeat here in this one on Friday night. Up next we look at the game between Leeds and Chelsea where Chelsea are the three to four favourites here to win at Leeds. It's 15 to four on Leeds and it's 14 to five here on the draw. I'm going to continue riding that wave here with Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea. I think they could potentially finish second in the league if Manchester United continue to be sloppy. Although Man United are coming in to this game week off the back of beating Man City in their last league game. Although they had a disappointing result in the Europa League in midweek. I think Chelsea are the more consistent team. And I think they have a very, very good chance of finishing second in the Premier League this season. I expect them to win a game like this. Leeds haven't fared well against the top teams in terms of results, whereas they have competed. It hasn't really favoured them in terms of their heavy metal pressing style, doubling up men on the ball. It has left them susceptible to counterattacks and leaving lots of space at the back as they continue to press high and give opportunities to the top teams who have punished them more than the weaker teams. And Chelsea fall into that category they're also unbeaten in 11 games under Thomas Tuchel and hard to break down. They've kept a clean sheet in six of their last seven fixtures, whereas Leeds have lost four of their last five Premier League matches and Chelsea have won eight of the last 10 in all competitions. We have all of the data here to take Chelsea to win this game and I like the price simply on the money line here at 3-4 to four on Chelsea. Up next, we look at West Brom's trip to Crystal Palace and things are getting very desperate for West Brom and Sheffield United now. They look like they are doomed to be playing in the Championship next season. This looks like it's going to be Sam Allardyce's first relegation as a manager. Crystal Palace are available at 5-4 to four to hand him another defeat. It's 11-5 on the draw and it's 12-5 to five here on West Brom. Crystal Palace are a different team with Zaha, although you didn't think that against Tottenham. Unfortunately, that was one of the rare games that we got wrong last week. One of the two. 
And because Tottenham won that game, as we said, but it ended up going over 4.5 goals. I tacked on the under 4.5 goals and that was incorrect. Although I did say Tottenham represented good value on the money line, so I was certain they'd win that game. I didn't see it getting to five because Palace have been better defensively organised than that throughout the season. I expect that defensive organisation to come back to the forefront here. And with Zaha in the team, it gives them an opportunity to win this game. I like Crystal Palace here as a pick. Don't really trust them on the money line, but I do like Crystal Palace here as a pick, which is available at 8 to 13. And I also like the under 2.5 goals here again in this one. Under 2.5 goals have been scored in eight of Palace's last 10 home games, whereas under 2.5 goals have also been scored in each of West Brom's last six league assignments as Allardyce starts to sort out this defence. However, West Brom have failed to register in three of the last four fixtures, and Crystal Palace have failed to score in each of their last three home games, although Zaha here is in Zaha is back here, and that should make a difference in this game. I think it's worth taking them as a pick because they do have that match winner returning to their team. Last time against Tottenham, he didn't seem to have his fitness back. He's had another week to work on it here, so I think it'd be more effective also against weaker opposition. But ultimately, whether Zaha's playing or not, or whether he's playing, whether he's playing to his full potential or not, I do think there's enough here to take another under here for Crystal Palace and West Brom. And under two and a half goals here is available at four to six. Up next, we look at Everton's home game here against Burnley, where Everton are the 10 to 11 favourites. 12 to five to draw and seven to two on Burnley. Burnley have got four draws in their last six. I wouldn't say they're completely out of the relegation tussle, but with Sheffield United and West Brom already down, it's looking very unlikely that Burnley will occupy that final relegation place. But they're still in a conversation along with Newcastle and Brighton to occupy that spot, which is currently looking like it's going to be Fulham's. But off the back of Fulham winning away to Liverpool, they have given themselves a real shot of getting out of it. So it's going to be very, very interesting in and among those sides. But I don't think Burnley will go down. I think they're just a couple of wins away from getting out of it but I don't think they'll get that win here because Everton are looking for a bounce back going into that game against Chelsea we were looking at two informed Premier League teams and I picked Chelsea to be the better team I didn't think they were going to be as significantly better as they were they absolutely outplayed Everton and looked like they were in another league which I think is a testament to how well Chelsea are playing at the moment rather than how bad Everton are because I do think Everton will bounce back here often you're worried when Everton go on good runs of form in terms of whether you can continue taking them because they are a team that get very up and down. But I like to take them here off a down. Sounds like a very odd thing, but coming off a loss, I think that's a better spot to take Everton rather than riding any kind of win streak because they're notorious for having bad results. If you look at the defeats they've had this season... A home defeat against Fulham really sticks out for me in terms of being a letdown spot. But here, I think off the back of that defeat, it's a much better spot to take them. As I said, I don't think there's huge pressure on Burnley getting sucked back into that relegation spot. And uh, when you're looking at who is the better team here, taking away home advantage because it doesn't really mean anything at the moment with uh, COVID and games behind closed doors. But Everton are simply the better team. They have won three of their last four Premier League fixtures with that loss coming against Chelsea. Only Sheffield United have scored fewer goals on the road this season than Burnley have. Burnley have lost four of their last six away league assignments and Everton have actually beaten Burnley on each of the Clarets' last two visits to Goodison Park. So we look for three in a row here. I like the price too. Everton on the money line here at 10 to 11. The final game on Saturday is Fulham at home to Manchester City, where Fulham are the 9-1 underdogs. It's 4-1 the draw and it's 4-11 here on Manchester City. 
Difficult to, to do anything here but take Manchester City. But I do think Fulham will make themselves difficult to break down. And uh, they have been one of the best defences in the Premier League as of late. Unfortunately, they can't score goals. Therefore, Manchester City to nil could be a viable play here again, as would Manchester City and under 4.5 goals. I like both of the plays. Manchester City to win this game to nil is available at 6-5. to five, Whereas Manchester City and under 4.5 goals is available at 4-6 to six because it is a safer play because it allows Fulham to score a goal. City have beaten Fulham to nil in each of the team's last six meetings, though. Fulham have failed to score in six of their last eight home assignments, and Manchester City have conceded fewer goals on the road than any team in the EPL this season, with Manchester City winning each of the last seven Premier League away games. That's not good data here for Fulham. And I'm expecting Manchester City to come away here in with a win in a low-scoring game, potentially with a clean sheet. But my um, official play here, just to err on the side of caution, because City have been conceding more goals in the last few weeks than they have done prior to that, is to take Manchester City in under 4.5 goals here at the 4-6 to six minus 150. Moving on to Sunday, we have Southampton at home to Brighton, where Southampton are the two-to-one underdogs. I understand Southampton are on a bad run of form, but I'm not getting this because at least they showed they can put the ball in the net against Manchester City and that's the best defence in the league. Uh, it's 21-10 to to draw and it's 6-4 to here on Brighton. This is a complete auto play for me here. I'm going to take Southampton here as a pick. I'm tempted to even take them here on the money line as an underdog, but obviously this could play out to be a draw, but I think there's significant value here taking Southampton here at 11-10. to As I said, not understanding this price here at all. Brighton have been a team who have dominated games, but dominating games doesn't get you any points. Expected goals doesn't get you points. And for some reason, the bookies are continuing to make Brighton spots uh, favourites in spots that I don't agree with. Last week against Leicester, we didn't like Brighton as a favourite and we cashed Leicester as a huge away underdog. And here, Southampton are a home underdog against this side. I do think both teams could find the net here with both teams having scored in five of the last seven meetings between the two teams. Both teams have scored in each of the team's last three encounters at St. Mary's. Southampton and Brighton have actually drawn three times in a row at St. Mary's, which is why I'm taking the pick over the money line. And Southampton have actually only won one of their last 11 Premier League fixtures, which is why they're a significant underdog here. But what have Brighton done? Brighton have lost games against West Brom, and against Crystal Palace, where they completely dominated the games, including missing two penalties and came away with no points. Last week, they were 1-0 up against Leicester and they didn't win that game either. And that was a very, very good in-play opportunity on Leicester. Leicester was 7-1 to on the money line to turn that around. Brighton are playing well and that's been a consistent theme throughout their season. They're playing well, but they're not turning that into points. They come into this off the back of a five-match winless stretch with three defeats in a row. But they're a favourite away to Southampton. I understand Southampton's form have been bad, but they're not in a relegation tussle. They've just gone toe-to-toe with Manchester City. Yes, the result was a massive win for Manchester City, but 
Southampton have shown throughout the season they can defend. Maybe they couldn't defend against the top attacking team, the top defending team in the league, but they did give Manchester City problems. They dominated the first 15 minutes of that game. Manchester City's first goal came against the run of play. This is a Southampton team that can play and cause teams problems, and they're a better team on paper and in terms of the way that they play than Brighton are. Brighton tried to play a nice brand of football, and they do manage to create chances, and it's pretty to look at, but at the end of the day, it doesn't translate to points. Southampton are the team that are safe here. Southampton are the team with better players. Why are they going into this as a home underdog? Makes absolutely no sense. Southampton, as a pick here, will be the play. And uh, the only reason I'm not taking the money line, as I said, we've got statistical data here that tells us that the last three games at St. Mary's between these two sides have been a draw. So I'm going to stay away from that and just take Southampton as a pick. Wrong team favoured again as we continue to fade Brighton and Southampton as a pick is available here at 11-10. to 10. Moving on to Leicester at home to Sheffield United, where Leicester are the 8 to 13 favourites. It's 16 to 5. You're drawn. It's 11 to 2 on Sheffield United. Leicester got back on track last week with an away win against Brighton, keeping their top four hopes alive. This represents an opportunity for a guaranteed win. Sheffield United are a team who struggle to score goals. And today, Chris Wilder just left his post as the Sheffield United manager. So they're going to be under caretaker care. If there's anything that represents a lock this weekend, wink, wink, it would be this one. I just cannot make a case here for Sheffield United winning this game at all. I think Leicester will be able to score a couple of goals here in this game and scoring a couple of goals against a team like Sheffield United, who have failed to score in four of their last five league assignments and have lost 22 of their last 28 games, will win you this game. And Leicester have scored at least twice in each of their last three meetings with Sheffield United, and they have won each of the last three encounters with the Blades. Everything here says Leicester, they're a better team, they've got better players, they're having a better season, Sheffield United can't score goals, and they are coming into this with a caretaker manager, losing a manager that they've had for five years, that the players love, that the fans love, and that has carried them into the Premier League, had a really good season last season. I think there's going to be deflation in this team, and this team, even when they're motivated, haven't turned up this season anyway. So I think this could be a pretty big scoreline here for Leicester. I think it represents an opportunity to win by three or four goals to nil, to be quite frank, but I'm not going to go with that just Leicester on the money line here 8 to 13 get it before um, the public start to back this because obviously a team without a manager are often an auto fade and uh, I think Sheffield United here are in this spot they lose this game to Leicester as Leicester get back-to-back wins here and get their top four campaign back on track in this spot on Sunday up next, we have the London derby, the North London derby here between Arsenal and Tottenham. Arsenal are the 6-4 favourites here. It's 12-5 the draw. And Tottenham are a 2-1 underdog in this one. With there being no fans there, I don't think Tottenham should be an underdog in this one. I think they are the better team. So I know it's going to be played at the Emirates, but without fans there, this is a 50-50 football match and I think Tottenham are the better team and uh, I do think it's worth considering them here as a pick. But the play that I picked out here is both teams scoring. I cannot see a situation where both teams don't find a net here in the North London derby on Sunday. Both teams have scored in four of the last five meetings between the two teams. Tottenham coming to this having only won two of their last nine 
away assignment in the Premier League. But Arsenal have dropped points in four of their last seven home league matches. So it could be worth considering a draw here. A little bonus play here for you. Harry Kane has scored in nine of the last 11 starts against Arsenal. He loves the North London derby and he's available here at seven to four to score any time during this game. So that's an interesting add on there for you. But my official play is going to go, is going to be on both teams to score. That's available here at four to five. Don't see a situation where they don't. And um, in the last, in four of the last five games, ironically, it's four to five. And in four of the last five games, both teams have scored. So we ride the data here in this one as I cannot see either team keeping a clean sheet for the North London Derby. Sunday's final game sees Manchester United at home to West Ham at 7.15 on Sunday, where Man United are the 20 to 23 favourites here. It's 13 to 5 the draw and it's 10 to 3 here on West Ham. You look at this and you wonder why Man United are available at 20 to 23. You usually expect Man U West Ham to be closer to the 1 to 2 mark or maybe even 1 to 3 in certain seasons. But that's just a testament to how good West Ham have been this season. But I still think you have to take the value here on Man United. Man United are coming off the back of winning the Manchester derby and then having their letdown result against AC Milan in midweek. They really didn't play in that game. They certainly missed Marcus Rashford, who's a key player for the way Manchester United want to play. I think Rashford will be back here for this game. But look, Man United have already won this game in the FA Cup this season. And I think that was a competition that West Ham were keen to go far in. And Man United rested quite a few players and still managed to win that game. And I think, look, when you're getting Man United here at this price without any significant injuries, they are still the second best team in the Premier League. I understand Chelsea are the form team, but look, Man United beat Manchester City last weekend. I clearly came here on this show. I First of all, I picked Man United plus one, and I also said there isn't a significant difference in quality. Yes, Guardiola has got his players more gelled together, and yes, there is a little bit more quality in certain departments, but it's not significant. Man United are a couple of signings away from competing with City. Man United are a couple of signings away from winning this league. Are West Ham a couple of signings away from doing that? I think they're a couple of signings away from genuinely challenging for Champions League football every season. But Man United are a cut above that. I don't think home advantage means much here. I just simply think that Manchester United are a better side than West Ham and they are still incentivised here to make sure that they not only finish in the top four but actually do secure second place this season. I think West Brom's uh, West Ham, sorry, I think their race will fade eventually. I don't see them being a top four outfit and I don't think they'll win games like this. So it's a rare opportunity here to get Man United at this price. Obviously there is other statistical data that supports other plays here in this one but simply when I see Man United at 20-23 to on the money line against West Ham and West West Ham having a massive overachieving season. I do have to go along with the play, especially as Man United won this game against West Ham at Old Trafford in the FA Cup just a few weeks ago, despite resting some players. So Man United on the money line here at 20 to 23 on the Sunday night play. Final game we're looking at here is Wolves against Liverpool, where Wolves are the four to one underdogs. It's 13 to five the draw, and it's eight to eleven on Liverpool. Really difficult to know what to do with Liverpool here. Um, they've got another victory over RB Leipzig, another 2-0. Many people blindly back Liverpool off the back of that win last time. And they continue to lose. They lost against Chelsea and they lost against Fulham last week. I think this team have been found out. I think if you clear the ball quickly and don't let them press you, 
and try and get in and behind their back line, it will represent opportunities. So I think it's just a blind spot here to take Wolves to avoid a defeat. With Liverpool, are going to be favourites. Just continue to bet against them, winning games, and that should be an opportunity for you to make money. I don't think this team are going to qualify for the Champions League. They're just about clinging on for a European spot. It's a very, very bad season for Liverpool, and I think all the shit will hit the fan once they do finally exit the Champions League. It'll be interesting to see who they draw in the next round, but it's difficult to make a case for Liverpool being any of the teams that remain in the competition. And the fact you're getting Wolves here at plus money at six to five to avoid a defeat, a six to five best price, readily available at eleven to 10 but I think the fact that you're getting that represents some solid value given Liverpool's recent form in the EPL and I think that will be the play here for this game I do also like both teams to score because Liverpool have shown an inability to defend but I do think they'll be able to at least find the net here in this game and both teams to score is available at 10 to 11 10 to 11 yes 10 to 11 no and I would lean towards the yes here in this one, despite the fact that Liverpool have been quite lackluster in front of goals. I mean, even in that win against RB Leipzig, they did dominate that game and, and, and created quite a few chances and didn't take them. And it's weird, that has been Liverpool's problem as of late. It hasn't quite been the fact, the excuse that all the supporters use, we haven't got Van Dijk, we haven't got Gomez. Well, you're not putting the ball in the net. And this big creative playmaker that you signed, Thiago, he's not doing it for you. He, honestly, Thiago Alcantara, is one of the most overrated players in world football. He's been allowed to look good with Messi in front of him. He's been allowed to look good at Barcelona. He's been allowed to look good at Bayern Munich playing in leagues where you have 15 gimme games per season. It's not like that here in the EPL. And he's really been found out here. When you put pressure on him, he's not been able to pick out the passes or take his time in, with the ball in midfield. He's obviously been in my opinion, one of the worst signings of the season. And he really does slow down everything Liverpool do. But he's only been part of the bigger problem. I think Klopp's inability to change tactics has also been part of it. And um, I just look for to continue to fade Liverpool until I see signs of anything different here this season. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL Show. Don't forget to check out the European Show on LockBetting.com and Dust Bundesliga Show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.